is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 19 of Little Root Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, man? We had our draft league finals, and uh, I guess it's now, it'd be two weeks now, uh, two weeks ago, and we had a nice little article written for us um, by one of our Discord user uh, members, Evan Smoke VGC. Uh, he, uh, the champion, Xenoverto, and I don't know if you know who Hakeem is. Name The name didn't ring a bell when I first saw it, but I... I could be wrong, man. Um, they uh, they all kind of teamed up with. Uh, they wanted Evan wanted to play, but didn't find out in time. He had already closed signups. Gotcha. And then Hakim is like their testing partner. Gotcha. So Evan and Hakim would uh, test together, and then send the teams off to Zeno to play them. So it's actually up to Zeno to play said team, kind of like how you and I would plan our teams with each other. Oh yeah. And whatnot, uh, they kind of had the whole little brainchild thing, and we got a nice big old long article. Uh, link to the article will be in the description. I've already posted it on Twitter. I'm I'm pretty sure I've shared it. Yeah, I'm sure I've shared it once or twice. It's it's a very good read. Um, it is a very good like understanding of how to succeed in limited formats like like draft league. Yeah. It's and not only that, but it also goes in to talk about how. You can grow from it, grow as a player from a small pool event like this as well. Oh yeah, and that's I, I think those are the two big parts of this. It's just like, well, you're able to adapt, overcome, and be able to present you know various information in a way to make yourself a better player. Oh yeah, so uh, I can't stress this enough. The draft league makes. Like, so many people just, like, it's, one, it's fun, two, it makes you a better player just in general because you have to learn, you get you get to plan more. It's more planning, mm-hmm. more reason to do calculations, to do setups, which you can then take to your rank ladder setups where you can, where you like, okay, well, I'm having a problem with this. How do I do this? And then what you learn from the draft league applies to that. Yep. it It's very, very good. I'm very excited to see where this goes. Speaking of which, draft league number two starts. Uh, signups ended the day this the day where this episode comes live. Episode the the signup ends at five p.m. So if you are interested in getting in, uh, spots are still available. Make sure you get a hold of Carl on Discord ASAP. Yeah. Um, this goes live Monday the sixth. Yep. So if you are listening on Monday and you haven't signed up and you were debating about playing get in play it's a fun fun time so highly highly recommend so going through this nice little article here they talk about what what a draft league is how it works what's the whole like rule set for this which which basically we were pretty close to vgc formats to begin with yeah basic basic breakdown um we're playing best of three games one one match a week Yep. For we played five weeks plus a top eight, um, Swiss pairings. So you are limited to ten Pokemon uh, that you draft plus three roster switches. Um, and the the big thing here that they note is that your EVs and move sets can be tuned specifically for what you're playing against uh, that week. Whereas in typical VGC fashion, you want to be uh, your EVs 
and movesets need to be optimized for a um, wider range of things. Exactly. You you are you know comparing four hundred and well like five hundred mons yep. compared to ten. So, which, which it helps it, the the whole draft league helps you get started in trying to be, learn how to be optimized. So then you can, and that's kind of what's cool about that. Um, also, only having to be prepared for ten Pokemon versus the whole giant pool of Pokemon we have mm-hmm. now. Uh, it's it's a little less daunting for player for newer players to kind of get their hands in, get it figured out, and try to figure out how to actually team build, which is, is a great team building exercise. Too. It really is. It really, really is. So, uh, jumping you down here to talk about their drafting process. Well, our drafting process. <laughs> I said there. No. They're talking about how we did our draft. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I knew what I meant. <laughs> and then down here at the end... Yeah, uh, see, they talk about their specifics of what, what they, they want. What they went for, yeah. Yeah, that's well, this what whole, I... Yeah, whole okay. Part of here is... Just us. Close enough. <laughs> so, um, they said they had basically three primary guidelines that they wanted to follow. They wanted Firewater Grass and then the Fantasy Core of Fairy Dragon Steel. Yep. Makes makes perfect sense. Those are both very good cores that you're able to build around. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to be able to have Tailwind, Trick Room, and other forms of speed control options. Again, this very, very, very wide range. VGC yeah. Stuff. Um, and it says here, particularly in VGC 20, a strong teal, steel type and a strong ground type for defensive max moves. Again, it makes perfect sense. More VG, just more actual standard team building stuff from what you, what applies to ladder. So it says here, uh, there are 10 mods that they ended up with. Uh, Clefairy, specifically for Follow Me. Um, Dracosult. Which has hustle and it's personal personal preference for them. It it pairs well with Clefairy because Clefairy gets access to gravity, which I'm sure we'll talk about here here in a minute. Yeah. Um. Then Rotom, which has levitate. Specifically, Rotom Wash. Yeah, Rotom Wash. Yeah. Um, start of the Firewater Grass Core, running that out because they they drafted tenth, correct? Yes. So they were the tenth spot. They were on the on the no. We had fifteen players, so yeah. they're they're in the middle. Okay, cool. They're about they're just past the middle. They're on the lower yeah. end on the on the first round, and then they're on the upper end on the second round. Whereas I was yeah. on the corner, so I got two back to back picks. Yeah. So, um, next in round four, they took Rillaboom for fake out support. Uh, adds into their Firewater Grass Core as well. By Sharp adding in the Steel for their Dragon Fairy Steel. Uh, it also has Defiant, which is really, really important, and it's a it, it's a very solid steel type that allows for them to uh, be able to like not only take advantage of the Fantasy Core, but it also has just it, it punishes Intimidate abusers. It punishes all the like stat dropping um, max moves. max moves. Um, they then took Gengar in the next in the next draft, which pairs really well next to Bisharp, which we've talked about multiple times on this on yep. this show. Um, it also has a very good form of speed control because it has access to Trick Room, so it felt it felt good to have this at six. Yeah. Um, rounding out the the last four here, we have Cinderace to add into that Firewater uh, Firewater Grass Core 
So now that's complete as well. Um, they, they said that there was not a lot of fire types left at this point, uh, with the next best option being Cantonian Rapid Ash. Which, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, when we were drafting, I debated taking Rapid Ash. But then I'm just like, nah, give me, give me Ninetales. This is way better. Yeah, Ninetales was a much better option there. Um, Mammoth Swine having speed priority with Ice Shard also gives them a very good ground type for, um, for max moves. Yeah. Um, they have Phalanx here, which they said in hindsight should have been a strong fairy for good move coverage and not really, really impactful for them. I'm not sure what fairies would have been left at that point. Yeah, that's that's the big thing. I would a have to go back through. Went, a lot of the fairies that went fairly early. A lot of the playable ones. Yeah, a lot like, of I the... I think even Aromatisse was gone already <laughs> at that point. So, <laughs> so you, this... you're bottom of the barrel at that point, so I'm not sure exactly what fairy types were left. And then rounding out at number 10, we have their Tailwind Abuser... Well, Tailwind yeah, Setter. Mantine. Yeah. Um... Which we will we will talk about you and Mantine here. I actually had zero problems with Mantine. It's the rules <laughs> I had problems. With. So um, they rounded out their ten. Um, it says in addition, here are some other notable tools of importance that could also be considered, but not top priority for them: uh, weather setters and weather based abilities. I, I I agree with this point that weather setters are less important because of the maximums are being able to set weather or be able to change weather. Um, so if you're trying to be a weather team, especially in a small format like this, it's very difficult. It feels like, um, because it, so many things have like, not, they have can be, random water or fire coverage to change weather or random rock moves to change weather or yeah, random ice move. You can be attacked from a lot of different angles all at once. Yeah. Um, terrain setters here says initially we picked real boom just because of grass typing and had access to fake out. Um, but eventually the series four rules adapted to have the hidden ability starters in them, which conveniently they had two of them. Yeah. Uh, conveniently they also got the two that actually benefit from hidden abilities. Oh yeah. So in hindsight, like sure they're, you know, they just took generic wands in those slots. In reality, it kind of paid off for them in the long run because they were able to make a deep run and were able to eventually take advantage of having those hidden abilities play into it. Yeah. Which we didn't know when we were getting the hidden ability starters up to, at that point. I, I legitimately figured they wouldn't come out until um, DLC, which, I mean, they basically did. Yeah. They came out before, but... Just a little bit before, but it's fine. Um, and then the last, the last bullet point here is just like, Know your types, type immunities, things like that. Uh, being able to like safely swap ghost types in if they're like if you're afraid of a fighting type move, so having a ghost type but a normal type, um, or a flying type for ground type moves, if you have an electric type, things like that. Notably, something that uh, we kind of looked at really early on while we were drafting is like prankster mons went real, real quick. Yeah, prankster was very highly prioritized in this first draft. So having having access to dark mons to be able to ignore those prankster abilities is like also just a plus. Yeah, and that's that's something I didn't learn until like beginning of beginning of twenty twenty. So it's just like, man, this is actually really critically important, and I didn't realize this is a thing until now. You know, basically. Exactly. Um, 
Let's see here. Notable, like, they go through their immunity list here, like, moves that everyone's, like, all their mons are immune to. I love how everything has some type of immunity, and then there's phalanx. <laughs> <laughs> like, even, even, even if it's just something as simple as, like, the powder moves for Rillaboom. I mean, that's really important. Yeah. Having access to, like, being able to ignore sleep powder and rage powder is good. Um, and for, like, Cinderace, having access to ignore Will-O-Wisp. Drakasult being able to ignore Thunder Wave. These are all really, really important. Yeah. Uh, the next little block here is probably going to be the longest block, and it goes over how they set up their team planning for each week, um, which there's a whole spreadsheet for topic, for just topic. There's a whole spreadsheet. So let alone, you know, the other five rounds. Yeah. So... I'm assuming you're going to link that, just uh, in case anyone wants to link it. It'll be down below somewhere. Yeah, it's it's. I believe it's absurd. also linked in the article somewhere, but if you want to look at all of that info, you can. It's, it's a lot. It is absurd. So, they go over their list of mons here. Uh, every important tool that they have access to. Uh, so, like, for example, Clefairy here. Uh, they, they list its type, what its base speed is. And then they listed out all of its important moves. Uh, notably, Clefairy has Friend Guard, which is super duper good for double battles. Uh, it also has Follow Me uh, and After You. Uh, has access to both screens. Helping Hand, uh, notably, also has Icy Wind access. Can can kind of be just like the pseudo speed control if you really want to run a move on it. That's something uh, I figured out actually this week watching James Speck. Uh, I don't know if you watched the video, but he had. Marcos from Moxie boosted on, and they played a match, a best of three match, and uh, his Clefairy had Icy Wind. I, di I didn't realize it even got access to it till this week because they're there for quite a while. The standard like Clefairy set was just four status moves. Yeah, and if you ran one, it was like Moonblast. If you ran a damaging move, it was Moonblast. Having yeah. access to Icy Wind is real, real sweet. I actually think that's some real good like playable tech that, I mean, is obviously widely played at this point that I didn't realize was, because Clefairy's kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Yeah. Um, after listing all their tools, they would list down the weaknesses, resistances, and immunities, and make sure, that, and they did a whole bunch of speed calcs. There's, it's all down there below in the, in the data sheet. Um, the next step they would do is they would look at their opponent's 10 and try to figure out what's good against the, your opponent's team, what's good, like, what could they bring, what speed tiers are they in, which, that it, that gets a little bit more detailed than what you probably need to worry about for ladder. It's good to know, like, what speed... Okay, this is, this is specifically a draft league thing. Yeah. Like, you know, being able to... Like, even, like, playing on ladder. Knowing, no. knowing Dragapult's got 142 base speed and it's probably one of the fastest spawn in the game, yeah, it's probably knowing, a good thing to know on ladder. Yeah, knowing that you need to be able to outspeed max speed Dragapult, which is 213. So being able to get to 214 was something like, like you know, the, the Slush Rush Alolan uh, Sand, Sand Slash team I was playing today. I wanted specifically to be able to get to 214 so I could out, outpace Dragapult and Oko it. Yep. That, that's something super simple. Yep. Whereas for Draft League, you kind of need to just know all the speeds. <laughs> 
<laughs> but specifically focus on those ten for that week. Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying. You need to know oh, all those gotcha, gotcha. for the week. You no, need to know all yeah. those. Not instead of just like Dragapult's the fastest and, yeah. and this is the slowest. Like notably, um on like like my team, I had access to uh Vileplume, which has access to chlorophyll, but it's also good in Trick Room because its base speed is garbage. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so being able to know, hey, how how slow can it be? But how fast can it actually go too? Exactly. Like those are those are things you need to be able to play around, especially when you're you're dealing with things that have access to uh, not only like Tailwind but also Trick Room and yeah. other uh, like all these speed. all the speed because speed is actually really cool in, in this generation and being, being able to change it, updated, it like, yeah being able to change it on the fly is real real important. Uh, so they would go through and they would do their speed tiers. Uh, and they would tune their speed to stats accordingly, and then they apparently put the rest of the EVs into bulk, allowing people, their bonds to take more hits. I mean, it, that, 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 that itself makes sense. Like, if if you know that you need to get to speed stat 115, yep. and that's going to take, you know, 60 EVs, well, why would you play more than 60? Exactly. Yeah, just, you know, max out your attack or whatever you're doing with it, and just play bulk. Yep. Like, make yourself as bulky as possible, because that gives you the longest ability to, like, be able to live. Yep. It makes perfect sense. Um, and then the last step on trying to figure out their opponent's teams is they'd build a couple teams. Um, I don't know if you ever watched any of the replays of the, like, playtest matches that were in the sh- in the, um, in the giant data sheet. I went through and I watched all of mine. They didn't, like, they had zero things I actually brought. <laughs> <laughs> See, they, they had played Special Colossal. I brought Physical Colossal instead so I could blow up Dracozolt. They did not expect that. Uh, I'm just, like, looking through it all. I'm just, like, they they actually, like, they built weird teams out of what I had. Well, that's, like, when uh, the Hidden Ability Starters came out. That was the week I played Xeno. I'm just, like, all right, I need to be able to outpace Cinderace, and I need to have an answer for Rillaboom. Okay, choice scarf, uh, choice scarf, cloister, a plus. Let's lock it in, and then he didn't bring either of them. Just like, mm, okay, so I have this now, and uh, it doesn't, it do, doesn't do anything. <laughs> the two mods it was supposed to answer, neither of them showed up. Um, so yeah, that's so that's kind of like a cool thing to just like think about. Is just like you may plan around, like this team may look good on paper, but your opponent may have an entirely different plan thought up that they're bringing um i know after my match with xeno in uh in top cut uh he asked why i wasn't scared of sucker punch against my dragapult my dragapult was straight support like it was there to hit surf dragon darts or screens That's like it. sure if you want to sucker, sucker punch it cool whatever it. it's just there to scout now i know you have this or now i know you have that and that's how i play dragapult like the past three weeks before that was mm-hmm. just like I just need to scout with Dragapult because everyone's playing Scarf. <laughs> Every everyone brought Scarf to outpace the Dragapult, so I'm just gonna slap Scarf on my Dragapult. It's like, no one's gonna beat me now. <laughs> like, all right, cool. You want to play this game? I'm gonna be the fastest thing on the field. Yep. Um, so notably, uh, then the actual week, like week prep, um, they went through and just. Eliminated what wasn't good, like ba- based on the matchup. Like X Mon is not good. Obviously, we're not playing this this week. Yeah, 
you know, and if, and if Ymon needed Xmon to be good, then Ymon's probably not good either, and so on and so forth down the line. And then it talks about like the uh, priority prioritizing the tools uh, if they're based on or like you know if they're based around Trick Room, you need to be able to deal with Trick Room. Yeah, you need an answer to it, or you know they're they're gameplay centric strategy. Again, just reading this off the sheet. Uh, so sometimes we were able to identify the two best Pokemon they would lead to counter any combination of the ten Mons that the opponent brings. Makes perfect sense. So, you know, if they have Tyranitar Excadrill, well, we can find an answer for that. They have, uh, like, just basically saying, these Mons are good together, I am going to be able to do this, and it'll be fine against anything you do. Yeah. Uh, notably, notably the, right now, it's like Cinderace Spicer. Yeah. Dragonbolt Colossal. Yep. Um, what's the, what's the other one? Right now, uh, for Series 5, Indeedee Alakazam. Bang. That, that's, that's what it is. Oh, or like, uh, what's the other one? What, Whimsicott, uh, Rillaboom is the other one. I see a lot. Because they're both immune to spore. Uh, you can set Tailwind after you, min, after your min speed Rillaboom resets terrain. And, that's adorable. And you can, you have fake out, you can fake out, uh, and protect on turn one if you need to protect your Whimsicott and just fake out the other Mon. While they try to fake out your Whimsicott. That's adorable. Um, so that that's kind of like the like things like that. Uh, they know like no from here on out. I think the rest of it is just their matchups, which I don't know if we want to get into all of this because this is the main meat of the article. But it's a lot of just like little bits and bobs. So uh, I, I actually I actually kind of want to uh, like notably like. Uh, let's see. You want to touch on, just touch on ours, or do you want to touch on all of them? There's, there's one I want to touch on, besides ours. Which, mine, mine, I, you know, you can go and watch the replay of it. Um, I had a very... Very bad. Yeah, and it kind of sucks because... A bad series of unfortunate events. Yeah, and that's, that's really what it is, but at the same time, like, they outplayed me every step of the way. I tried to recover from a mistake... And it just didn't matter because they were three steps ahead of me. Yep. So even even had I not struggled, it would have not been. Uh, it's it still would have been a problem because they, you know, like the Chestoberry on on their Clefairy that week. Well, obviously I'm going to try to put it to sleep to stop them from doing their shenanigans. Well, Chestoberry is a perfect answer to that. Um, and they they talked about like. When they played me, they had seen that I had been sleep powdering people with Vileplume the last couple weeks and hypnosising people with with uh... Nine Tails. Thank you. I it just dropped the ball, man. Um, but they talk about how you know you're just able to notice, and, and you know this is kind of the downside of content creation. It's just like, oh, people know what I'm doing. I don't know yeah. what people are doing. Exactly. So they talk about here how yeah we hadn't seen Zeno at all yeah up until top eight. Um, they talk about how being able to uh, have access to deal with uh, the like sleep powder mode because they have Rillaboom who's immune to it. Yep. They had uh, Max Lightning on Dracozol, so that stops it. They have Clefairy, which has Safeguard, which stops it. Um, they had something... 
I can't I can't remember what it was that they had, but they had something with um, safety goggles. I think it's mammal swine. They were probably talking. mammal swine. Mammal swine would make the most sense to carry safety goggles at that point, or it could have been phalanx. No, phalanx was lumberry. Oh. Uh, dedicated three which, items. Which also stops. Yep. Sleep. Yep. Three items uh, just for the threat of sleep. Safety goggles, lumberry, and chesterberry, as well as safeguard. Um, so I'm assuming the mammal swine had the safety goggles, which I never saw. Yeah. And I never saw the mantine come out either. Um, so it was, you know, unfortunately I had, I was busy doing commentary and lost track of time and didn't submit in time. Um, so that got me. And then I want to say game two, I just got beat up really bad too. Probably. I feel, I believe that's how that worked is you just got blown out after, after you were kind of tilted after that and you just kind of just. Yeah, which... which they, they just they were just figured out the rest of your team. They had figured you out so well that you just got blown out the rest of the way. Yep. Um, it was... Yeah, okay, so they were talking about how Dracofish and Surfesh were the big problems for them, and I did not bring them. So, I mean, yeah. Uh, notably, I did try... Um, I brought those against Raging in top eight yeah and like man i should have played them more <laughs> they were they were real good man especially I, mean, I, had, I had just traded you surface i think that week too or the week before i Agus think Lash. so and it was it was real cool because uh choice scarf no i was choice banned dracovish uh so that surface could outspeed it so then we get the max airstream boost and then we just go Turbo fast with real, real big fishes wrens. It was, it was sweet. That was a, that was a fun match. Uh, going over, uh, what like the rest of this here. Um, yeah, like you said, like, you relied a lot on sleep powder and just statusing people yep. a lot of the times. Which I mean, up um, to that point, it worked. Yeah, it worked week in and week out. Notably, the the match against Uxie is like a prime example of just how terrible this team is at like just stopping your opponent from doing their thing just like oh nope you're asleep nope you're asleep well now you're burnt now you're asleep again oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i remember uxie uxie messaged me afterwards she's like dude i was on the verge of just chucking my controller <laughs> Um, going back, going over mine, mine was the fir their first match of top eight, and I think I was probably the closest person to probably bringing them down outside of the finals match. The finals um, match was real good, too. The finals match was really good. If you haven't Which, watched it, it's on YouTube. Somewhere. Highly, highly recommend that one. Uh, it was a very, very good match that Carl and I both did commentary over, so yeah. you actually get to watch us talk about Pokemon more than just... Sitting and listening to us talk about Pokemon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, I had the most versatile team in the draft league. I didn't realize that I had done that. Well, you know, I, uh, I think I think trading for Aegislash definitely helped. Oh, getting getting Agislash helped a ton. It completed uh, my fantasy core on my team that I wanted to begin with. I, like, but I had to pick Lucario because you had just picked Agislash. Yeah, I, I came in and sniped it out right under you. And then it's like, okay, well, I gotta pick up Lucario at this point, and I gotta, we need to steal, I need to steal type, so I picked that one, which 
that gave me beat up strategies, which I wasn't really a fan of that anyway. Even though I knew most of the followed me, like where it was going to be at, I wasn't really worried about beat up. Um, they had a lot of like, like just the bulky leech seed Rillaboom was like the biggest problem for me because if I didn't have Colossal to beat it up or Roserade, like to actually like poison it beforehand, I couldn't actually like get through it. Were they substituting? Substitute leech seed? Yeah. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Leftovers? Yes. Man. Yeah, it was it was literally the bulkiest yeah, Rillaboom set. Grassy Surge Leech Seed Leftovers just Alright, we're gonna regain everything we just lost from this. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's that's sweet. Uh which game one, that's literally why I lost to game one. Was it was down to Rillaboom versus um it was either Rillaboom versus War Turtle or Rillaboom versus um Well, I feel like if Mimikyu. it's War Turtle you lose. They didn't have actual like damaging moves? Yeah. So it was just literally Leech Seed you to death. Yeah. Oh. That's how I lost. I lost to Leech Seed. Oh. <laughs> I think they had Fake Out and I don't know if they had Grassy Glide. They didn't have Grassy Glide yet, so I don't know if they actually played a grass type damaging move. Mm, gotcha. So it's like it was like fake out and then Bunch of the, a bunch of these support stuff. Just, okay. Like protect, substitute, leech seed. And I'm just like, okay. 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 I know I now know that this can't actually deal damage to me. So War Turtle doesn't have a threat. Like, War Turtle can sit there. And War Turtle actually did a lot game two. Being able to just sit there in front of Mantine, get, helping hand the rest of my team push damage through on the rest of on their bulky bonds with muddy water. Um and like they said, like the video showed, I got a I got a one v four pretty much with Colossal because I held Colossal all the way to the end, and I made it. I got I tricked I got him to proc my uh, steam engine for me, so then I could proc my own weakness policy with my Aqua Jet War Turtle and just just go to town. Um, which I actually brought the entire Ghost Trio as well because it's just like that's like a super strong core. Against their Dracozolt and Gengar and uh, notably Mimikyu can hit Rotom Wash with with Woodhammer, so I wasn't really worried about Rotom that much. Um, Does Roserade get Chlorophyll? Natural Cure, Poison Point, Poison Point, and Technician. Technician, okay, that's kind of unfortunate. Yeah, I, I'm looking at your your list here. And I'm like, man, that's that's a grass type I've not played enough with. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh, the reason it, it is the fastest sleep powder user, at, at the time it was the fastest sleep powder user uh, that didn't need chlorophyll. Uh, but yeah, so they talked about like using Gengar to do Trick Room to try and get Colossal to be like the last boot, the last mod now. Which I could I figured that out like early game one. It's like okay, I just don't proc my weakness policy. I make them I make them do something to yeah get make there. make them deal with it before. Yeah, makes makes perfect sense. Uh, and game three came down to a range on sucker punch, and you lost. Yep. No. He rolled high. Um, like it was really fun. Um, it was a lot of fun just playing against him because it was just like. It kind of helped. We kind of helped each other learn like a little bit more on stuff. Um, yeah, like right there, <laughs> the third bullet. 
they, they activated my weakness policy and steam engine all at the same time, and I'm just like, okay, go. <laughs> um, having physical colossal there was actually really, really important. Yeah, I, I know you talked about how they uh, they basically expected you to bring uh, physical. Uh, no, special. special. They expected solar beam, for, and I didn't bring solar beam. I brought earthquake, rock slide, and uh, heat crash. Which Rockslide is actually a more powerful vocalist base damage by Than a little ancient bit. power, yeah. yeah, by a little bit. Well, and ancient power also sucks. So yeah, so <laughs> real, having, real having, having, don't have to do that having anymore. physical and being able to spread damage after Dynamax was super duper important to me. That's why I brought the physical um, Colossal that week and having Earthquake on it as well. Just the only thing I don't hit is Mantine and Rotom, but I'm not worried about hitting Mantine and Rotom with Earthquake to begin with. Uh, and then going through uh, the rest of this, their top four match seemed pretty pretty easy. I feel like. Well, they they had played raging in in Swiss as well. Yeah, so they like they knew what to do. So being able, it, it wouldn't have mattered who they uh, who would have won between me and raging. It would have been a rematch. Yeah. Um, I would have liked the rematch. I would have liked to play you. But, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> we we both just kind of, you know, dropped I mean, the ball. We can work on getting a ex- exhibition match set up if people want to watch that. <laughs> the, the the biggest problem is, is, like, I had to go back and, like, look at the spreadsheet to even who, see who I had at this point. And <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about the finals one and looking at those things, remember that uh, little bit where we uh, already wondered why they didn't do anything game one? Mm-hmm. They timed out. Yeah, I, I, I see that now. Yeah, that makes more sense now. Why we wondered what what in the world happened game one. Like, why did you just let Haxorus blow you up? They didn't get their moves left. Yeah, but right. notably, like they talk about here, uh, it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. Because they got to hide all their tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, huh, well, this didn't work out at all. But in reality, it's just like, oh, this is, this is great. I'm really surprised that they didn't bring... Uh, Jiggly Dreams didn't bring Lapras that week. Same. I feel like Lapras, outside of being bad against Dracozolt, would have been really good against the rest of their team. I, I would have liked to see Lapras over, like, Aromatease. Because it really doesn't... It, it, like, granted, they never brought it, but... It, if you want another, like, Trick Room Abuser, like, Lapras is fine. Yeah. Especially... Ooh, now we... I just realized we can breed for, like, Min Speed Lapras... And still have a Gigantamax. It's like, oh, this is this is stuff I haven't messed with yet. Yeah, we could actually like do min speed Lapras things, min speed Gigantamax like Machamp, and all that other fun stuff. You can actually have a Trick Room Machamp now, which is really cool. That is really cool. That might be no, because you want no guard on him. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like that might be one I had to pull out. Let's go to go shiny hunt for too, but you want no guard? Do not get the hidden ability. It's not worth it. Oh, wait, it's not hidden ability? No guard's not hidden ability? No, no guard's a regular ability. I did not know that. Ooh. Might, might have to go get me another Incredible Hulk. Because <laughs> <laughs> mine is hidden ability, and it's real bad. <laughs> um, the rest of this is just final thoughts, shout-outs. Uh, they gave us our shout-out there, our Discord links in that article. Which is also down in the show notes if you want to go join. Highly yeah. recommend it. Um, which I, I'm excited for... The next one to start. Same. Uh, I'm, I'm chopping up a bit. 
I got to go out and do all the contacts and get the emails and get everybody in the in the um, get everyone in the spreadsheet. Yep, I have 14 players currently after Kaizen had to drop out and uh, another player just disappeared. So. So, yeah, if we I would like to get to if we can get to 16, I think 16 would be great. Yep, 16 would be the perfect number. If we can get, if we can do like 20, 20 would also be fine. Um, 32 would be a lot. 32 would be a ton. I would think we'd have to have like another like two people to like help manage that. Yeah. I think that that's at that point it's just like, all right, I think we're going to have two and they're going to play in like the finals and it's, nah, I'm, I'm not about that right now. I mean... 10-man pods, two 10-man pods of two of 10. And it's like, just like, they would do, how many rounds of Swiss would that be? That'd be... Well, I, if it's, if we get to 32, I would do two 16-man. I'm, I'm just talking like starting at 20. Oh. Because at 20, that gets a little bit much to begin with for just Swiss in general. See, that's 200 played Mons. Man, at that point, you're getting some stuff that is not great. Yeah, you're getting some bottom-of-the-barrel for sure. I mean, to be fair... Granted, we just got Isla Armor. I was going to say, to be fair, someone brought Charmeleon week one, so... <laughs> and I did say I was never going to drop it, and it sat on the bench the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to talk about some Series 5 teams? Oh, for sure, man. So, we talked about what the meta was going to look like last week. This week, we got a, a decent look at, like, what these teams actually, like... Actually look like. Like, with these, like, meta picks. Uh, this first one up here being the Psychic Spam, uh, Ndidi, Alakazam, and Starmie. So, Analytic, Expanding Force, Expert Belt, Starmie. I'm sure this thing hits like a truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. The question is, is it going to get hit before it gets to hit? Yeah! Um, probably, especially if it's analytic, like you want to go slow. So how, how fast is Starmie? And it's not very, it's not slow by any means. I think it's somewhere in the 50, 60 range. Uh, the rest of this team is kind of cool. There's a Volcarona with a Pasho Berry. There's Hitmon Top with Wide Guard. So this is actually really close to the hip on top out, uh, set I was playing with on uh, Rain. Um, I was not using close combat instead. I had Mach Punch and just mm-hmm. pure priority moves. Just fake out Mach Punch, uh, wide guard, so sucker punch. So indeed, was the bane of your existence. Oh yeah, we were real bad. But because it, like I would still bring it against Psychic Spam because you just click wide guard every turn. Yeah, and they just can't attack you. <laughs> uh, and the last mod on this team would be Obstagoon, which is. Their defiant one of choice. Uh, I probably would rather just have a uh, five sharp. I could also see bringing um, Braviary in that spot, so we can have Tailwind too. Yeah, maybe they really like Obstagoon. True, I've I've seen crazier. Short scarf Obstagoon is going to go real fast. Yeah, it's going to go real fast and hit hard. Real hard. Um, the Alakazam set is kind of cool. Expanding Force, Nasty Plot, Dazzling Gleam, Protect. Being able to run uh, Nasty Plot on your Alakazam and hope it survives is... That's my biggest problem with Alakazam. 
Um, I started playing Psychic Spam with, um, with Hale today. And my biggest problem with Alkazam, because I've, I've tried Psychic Spam Alkazam, he just gets blown up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, his he's, bulk is... He's gone real, real not bulky. Uh, he dies to a ham sandwich, man. I have bullet punch for when I get my... I have bullet punch for when on my slicer for when I get the terrain reset to grass. Yep. Or I have night slash to just smack it <laughs> and watch go it away. go away. <laughs> I, I've been... I've been playing a Reuniclus in that spot instead because it does the same thing except it's way bulkier. Yeah. It also gives you a slow mode if you need, like, trick room support. Yeah. Um, I've been very impressed with Reuniclus in that spot instead of Alakazam. It hits basically just as hard because you both have Magic Card Life Orb. And I I really like uh, Reuniclus's, like... Uh, his move pool, because he gets access to Flash Cannon, so he gets max steel spike if you need to go big. Um, and he can he can target down, like, wide guard hit him on top if you need to. Like, yeah. he can actually deal damage compared to Alakazam, which has Expanding Force and Dazzling Gleam. Um, the Alakazam I was playing, instead of Nasty Plot, I had, I think, Energy Ball in that spot. I'll say it's probably either Energy Ball or Focus Blast. I... I Definitely ran Focus Blast because Incineroar was such a problem. Yeah, that makes sense. Which, like, I'm purposely not playing it on uh, Reuniclus because I don't really have a... Like, once once I Dynamax, I don't have a physical mon to pair next to it. It's like, having Max Knuckle doesn't actually do me any good. And if I need to be able to deal with the Dark Types, like Incineroar... I want the Dynamax so I can take a hit if I have to. Yeah. Um, granted, uh, this team is from the Streamers Cup that Eeks TV hosted over the weekend, this past week, like two weekends ago now. Um, it was a lot of... I didn't have to watch a whole lot of it, but a lot of the teams got posted on Twitter, and that's why I just, like... I I'm just taking these, taking these. I'm just going to borrow these images, and they were posted on Twitter, so... They're, like, in the ambiguity of fair use and available to the public, so... I really like, uh, specifically, like, this team. You can leave, like, Volcarona, Alakazam, and Rage Fighter plus Nasty Plot. Volcarona dies, again, to a ham sandwich. So you then get to bring in Ndidi and just bang, bang. bang. Yeah. Uh, notably, their Ndidi here is playing Psychic instead of Expanding Force. Yeah. Gotta be, like you said, Wide Guard is a problem. Gotta be able to hit, oh, hit yeah. the Wide Guard. So being able to just go expanding force, psychic, your hit on top, take up the hit on top, helps out a ton. Or Which like that lines up better if you're playing Reuniclus because you're slower than your Ndidi then. Yep. Just saying, man, Alakazam's not been great. Alakazam it, was... It does one thing very good, and it's blow things up, but if it lives, you're so dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I don't think we. I'll, I don't expect expanding force psychic terrain to be very popular for very long anymore. It's kind of running its course. Yeah, I think people have realized, hey, this is a new toy I get to play with, and it, it's a lot of that, you know, new toy syndrome, where it's just like, I want to play with everything, and this is the big thing that everyone has latched onto this week. Yeah, because it it deals with both bonds on the side of the field very quickly. Especially if both your bonds are... Especially with the mon that sets up Psychic Surge actually learns it. 
that's that's yeah, the, the fact that Ndidi gets it is just like this is stupid. Yeah, I feel like Pokemon should not have let Ndidi learn it, <laughs> or like limit it to like maybe just the male version getting it and let the female not have it. I think that would have been fine if the male version also didn't get psychic terrain. Like the male version is strictly worse as a support one than the female version. Oh, for sure. That's so it's like when you see the male version, you know it's going to either be a trick room or it's actually like a fake out mon like most of the time. Whereas in DD female, you know it's got the support pull but you don't know what the support moves are. Like Get, and it, now it has access to Expanding Force, so Ndidi's just become the ultimate support mon. It's like, I follow well, the helping hand, and then being able to hit both sides of the field with it just being on the field. There's no downside to this. What do you think of this Pacho berry on Volcarona? What's the rock berry, Charty? Is Charty rock? Charty. It could also be Focus Sash, because there's not a Sash on this team. Yeah. Which there's like. Three mons that definitely could hold a sash. Yeah. <laughs> not a single one of them is. Uh, but yeah, this is this is what Psychic Space... This is kind of similar to what I would expect. I would expect Alakazam in DD, and then another Expanding Force user. Um, some kind of Intimidate, Fake Out support. A fast physical mon to deal with uh, things that Alakazam does not like. In this case, Obstagoon. You could also be, uh, like we said, Bisharp, Sucker Punch. You could do, um, you heck, you could do Dragapult in this slot because it also deals with the ghost types that Alexam doesn't like. Oh, so I'm looking up Stormy here. It has a base speed of 115. So I don't know why we have Analytic unless it just actually doesn't get anything better. It gets Illuminate and Natural Cure. I know why it's Analytic. This is your anti-trick room one. <laughs> if you're expecting yeah. a trick room, you yeah, you Starmie and then Starmie will that's, most likely move last. That's 100% correct. That's exactly what it is. It uh, is bulky enough that it and it doesn't go down to any... Like, it's bulky. I believe it's bulky enough to survive Marowak, which it hits super effectively. Um, I don't think it goes down to anything Dragalga can throw at it. Outside of maybe a weakness policy, max special attack thunder, or max lightning, probably. Did you know uh, Starmie gets meteor beam? Yeah, it's not very good, but you get meteor beam. No, you power herb it. Yeah, but it's an expert belt. Have a power herb, but expert belt. Bang! <laughs> One time you get to go bang. Yeah, and then you click expanding force. Because <laughs> now we're plus one special attack. Um, this Volcarona slot, I believe, is just like a target on, like, just like, look at me. Yeah, that's, that's what this feels like. This could um, probably be Amoongus as well, and probably be just fine. I actually like Amoongus way better in that spot, if you want me to be 100% honest. Yeah. They may have needed, uh, may have needed flying coverage for, like, something weird. Uh, they do have a lot of Pokemons that, uh, Bug likes to see up on. If if we switch to uh, Amoongus, and then we can trade, the, like I said, the Obstagoon out for Braviary. We I, got that problem solved. Yeah, I, I think those two swaps I could I could get, get down with. Yep. Next team here is a, another style of Psychic Spam. Uh, this time, no Alakazam. 
because we also have electric terrain. Because we're going turbo fast with this Raichu. <laughs> yeah. So Raichu, Alolan Raichu got the fun end of the stick in Rising Voltage and Expanding Force. See, this is this is one I have not got to play with yet, and I really, really want to, and this is probably the team I'm going to mess around with. I have a very janky team that uses Lapras as my terrain setter. <laughs> and Raichu is the payoff. <laughs> oh. I get to set screens. I can change to whatever terrain I want, whether I want psychic or electric. Because <laughs> it has... Because it has access to both. And then uh, Raichu comes out and either expanding forces or rising voltages, depending on which one's better. Depending on which terrain you set. Yeah, well, I usually will figure it out. That's the yeah. last turn I use. Usually turn one is either set rain or set screens. Turn two is whatever one I didn't do with that. And then the third one is what terrain is better here? Oh, let's throw down electric terrain. Okay, Raichu. <sighs> 140 this dude. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, this team also has Volcarona on it, which this one I like a little bit better than the last one, but we don't have Hurricane on this one. Instead, we have Giga Drain and Bug Buzz. Notably, it's Charlie Berry. Strict upgrade. Uh, this is Ashton Cox's team. We also don't have the Focus Ash. I can definitely see this Volcarona carrying it. Yeah. Going, just quiver, press Quiver Dance, get down to Sash. Hope you're faster than everything else. Blow it up. Oh, I basically have to one quiver dance. You out, you outpace everything. Should. Um, <laughs> is there a way to trigger our own policy outside of ice punching off of Urshifu? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't got to that point yet. I hadn't seen which Urshifu it was. Oh, yeah. We are choice band ice punch Urshifu. Huh. We're going to hit like a truck if we're triggering our policy. Yeah, we will. Like, uh, I'm not going to lie. Dragapult might actually die. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, looking at this Ndidi, this Ndidi has Expanding Force, but it also has Light Screen instead of Protect. Light Screen is really interesting. Uh, notably, it helps against opposing Expanding Force. Can you have Veil plus Light Screen up? Or does uh, it count as both? I think Veil overrides light screen. I'm not quite sure. We can look it up real quick. Because now, because I'm playing with Alolan Ninetales, so I really want to go like Veil plus light screen and just like, I'm taking zero damage. It does. They do stack. Apparently three years ago. I don't know if they, if they fixed that since then, but when it came out originally... They did stack. Interesting. I might have to try this out just to test it. Okay. I, I don't think it does anymore. I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they see Aurora Veil as both sets of screens. Um, and like I said in the last team, in that dark spot where you needed to deal with ghost types, mm -hmm. Dragapult also fits in that slot, being just a fast mod that can deal with opposing ghosts. Dragapult is on this team as your go fast mode with weakness policy. Um, yeah, this team's what I would expect, like, any kind of electric surge team to, like, be like. Man, I really want to try this out. Well, because, like, this is, this is a Raichu team if I've ever seen Luckily one. for you, there's this rental code right here. Thank you, Ashton. Uh, next team is something we didn't really touch on too much. 
last week. Uh, Porygon Z. So this is uh, actually pretty close to what James Beck was playing uh, in that match I was talking about earlier. Was um, that on air? I I know we talked about James Beck and, and Marcos playing, but I don't remember when we talked about that. Just a little bit ago. Sure. Dude, I've been here a few hours. I don't know. Time is... Time is an illusion. <laughs> I haven't even started dinner yet. We're recording super duper early. You gotta have to excuse Carter. I don't. I don't know where I am. Uh, so Porygon Z, uh, if you aren't aware, has adaptability. We get adaptability yeah. hyper beam. It hits real, real hard. Adaptability max strike. Yeah. Um. Life Orb, Hyper Beam, Dark Pulse to hit Ghost Types, Thunderbolt for just coverage moves, and Protect. Okay, so James' team is Rotom, Rotom Wash, nope, Incineroar, nope, nope. Turing, nope. It, Clefairy, yep. Corviknight, nope. nope. Okay, so we have Clefairy, <laughs> but like that's that's the big thing he was doing is like Clefairy Porygon. Yeah, that's such a so, good lead. Uh, Clefairy being all support moves here as well. Follow me helping in after you protect. Uh, notably, after you is good when you're in trick room. Uh, follow me is good to just protect Porygon Z because you resist the fight. You, you resist the fighting type moves that come at you from that are going at Porygon. Uh, helping hand to boost your adaptability hyper beam even more. Yeah, it, it hits real hard. This is this is the set that James was playing with for sure. Hyper beam, dark pulse, thunderbolt. Uh, and then in that last spot, you can run Protect if you want to run Mind Games. You can run, like I said earlier, Icy Wind if you want Speed Control. Uh, he had Icy Wind on his Clefairy. Uh, this one specifically is running Trick Room, so I don't expect to be running Icy Wind. True. Uh, this is where Mail and is kind of cool because Mail and DD gets Trick Room, also gets Imprisoned. Uh, this one has Dazzling Gleam and Expanding Force. Um, here's a cool trick. Indeedy boosts Dracovicious Psychic Fangs. That's cute. That is really I, cute. So, this Draco, uh, this Dracovicious holding Mystic Water, I really want it to be um, Expert Belt. Yeah. Like, your Vicious Rind is already going to hit like a truck. So, having having that boost from Mystic Water may make a difference. I could be wrong. Uh, it might help when you are against, say, like a Rillaboom or a Mon that is resistant to water. Yeah, but like you're you're not gonna be hitting it with Fish's Rend anyway at that point, I feel like. You might Especially you especially might if it's Rillaboom. Because they're gonna grassy glide you, so you don't get the boost for Fish's Rend at that point. Yeah. So just being able to crunch or psychic fangs it instead. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're not getting your boost either way. Yeah. So I would take the one that's going to do more damage than the one that compared to the one that's resisted that's boosted. Here's the coolest part of this team though, this Talonflame. This Talonflame is actually, um, I don't know if you watched Wolfie's video of, like, Mons that used to be really good but have fallen off the face of the earth. I haven't gotten to watch that one yet, no. Okay, he talks about Talonflames in it, uh, specifically with Tailwind and Quick Guard. Uh, Quick Guard is something that I have not seen in a hot minute. I, I actually really like it on this team. Um, it's notably, more fake-out protection, right? Yeah, like, we, we have access to Psychic Surge and Grassy Surge, so what we can do is it kind of... Kind of gets to do, like, the Serena impression, where you get to go, like, Rillaboom, Talonflame, Quick Guard against opposing Fake Out, 
but you get to fake out one of theirs instead. So it, it's kind of really cool. And then, like, the next turn you get to set up Tailwind because hopefully Talonflame hasn't taken damage yet. And if it has, well, you're still very insanely fast. Oh, yeah, you're still probably the fastest thing on the field. Um, Outside of Dragapult and um, Aselgore. Technically, Aselgore is faster than Dragapult. Is it good? No. Nope. <laughs> so that's an Apollo Sand I got beat up by earlier. That's just Apollo Sand being good, not not the not the Excelgore being good. You're right. I actually beat the Ibians. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Porygon Z is something I expect to just like Porygon Z is like the peak Dynamax normal type now. I don't expect to see Snorlax much anymore. So um, I've been shiny hunting on Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I'm going to end up hopefully getting is Porygon. And hopefully I can get two of them. So I can get Porygon 2 with moderately low speed and, and Porygon, Porygon Z. Z. <laughs> I don't know how much time I'm going to invest into it, but I will report back next week, hopefully with two Porygons. Yeah. Um, this last team I have here, uh, before we get into the teams from the Chicago VGC event, a team from the Chicago VGC event, uh, is... Battle Room's uh, Trick Room team kind of thing. So Marowak has become probably the uh, premier Trick Room user now. So this team is real sweet. Uh, a lot of a lot of the Marowaks are... like I know you were playing it on Rain because it has access to Lightning Rod. Yep. This one has Rockhead so it can Flare Blitz people. For, just forever. <laughs> and that is adorable. Um, I also like the detect tech here. Um, because... It gets around in prison. Exactly. In prison protect. Because it is, even though it's the same move, it gets around it. Yep. Um, Marowak here having Flare Blitz, Poltergeist, which is probably the strongest move in the game right now, next to Expanding Force. And Bone Meringue from its uh, Kintonian form. Well, it gets it from it, it's, it's, it gets it from Cubone, doesn't it? Kinda. Like Cubone can learn it and then evolve. I think so. I'm not sure, but like having having access to Bomerang is what makes the Marowak a little Real Marowak good. really yeah. good. Um, like his his two stab moves are good, but Bomerang is just like a plus. Yep, having access to Bomerang has been real good. Uh, Porygon 2 here is download EVLI, pretty standard for Porygon 2 running Ice Beam, Tri Attack, Recover, and Trick Room. Uh, notably, pairing Porygon 2 next to a Rillaboom is almost a guaranteed Trick Room. It's pretty close. They either have to fake out your Rillaboom to prevent from uh, getting faked out themselves, or if they attempt to fake out the Porygon, you can just do whatever, and then Rillaboom just grassy glides, knockoffs, U-turns, or fake outs the other mod <laughs> while they're trying to double into Porygon 2. Uh, Terrakion, uh, notably, back to the... What, what, how far back was that? Uh, the episode where we talked about the new moves? That was two or three weeks ago now. Coaching on Terrakion. Interesting. I like it. Keep going. Uh, rock Slide, close combat for stab moves, protect to protect itself. Focus Sash, so it doesn't get L-code by Kingdra. Yep. That's <laughs> literally what it's there for. Uh, also, so it won't get L-code by Rillaboom. Um, Gyarados... Assault Vest, Waterfall Bounce, Earthquake Power Whip. Uh, we talked about Rillaboom. Uh, this Rillaboom is running Rose Incense. I'm not sure what Rose Incense does for... I think it, it's just Miracle Seed. I think it just boosts Grass-type moves. Cool. <laughs> and then Weakness Policy, Duraludon. 
Uh, notably, we can max Duraludon and Earthquake with Gyarados to proc our weakness policy if we absolutely have to. Neat. Uh, Draco Meteor, Flash Cannon, Thunderbolt, Protect. Um, yeah. This, pretty, is, this is what this, this is kind is, of what I expect Trick cool. to look like. Yeah. I expect Trick is... to look like this now, where it's like Porygon to Marowak, Min Speed Drill of him to stop Psychic Terrain spam because that's annoying as hell for Trick Room to deal with. Uh, good Steel type Mon that's good in Trick Room, be it Duraludon or Ferroseed or anything like that, and then a couple Mons to help combat the Hyper Offensive. In this case, it's a form of Gyarados and Terrakion. Gyarados is, I love it, dude. I, I wish this is uh, Moxie Dose, but I understand why. Yeah, we have you, to have You need that Intimidate support. Yeah. Uh, this next team is uh, one of the finalists from the Chicago BGC event, and this is Rain. This is this is hard Rain. Um, with Porygon 2 as a Trick Room setter for Amoongus. Man, this team looks real familiar from what I've been playing with. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much what I've been playing with, except I'm playing Rillaboom as Amoongus slot, and then uh, Sizer in Corviknight slot. Literally yep. the only things I've been doing different. Um, Politoads, Protect, Scald, Helping Hand, Parish Song, pretty standard, running Citrus Berry, Drizzle, uh, Kingdra's Life Orb, probably max Special Attack, max Speed if that's the case, Protect Muddy Water Draco Meteor Hurricane, uh, running Lightning Rod Marowak for electric protection, uh, Protect Flare Blitz Poltergeist Boomerang, uh, Porygon 2, download EVLI uh, instead of Tri-Attack, they're running Thunderbolt this time, and then recover yeah. Ice Beam Trick Room. Yep, that oh. Bolt Beam coverage is really critically important because um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that resists both of them. Nope, nothing. So you were... Always hitting something. Yep, yeah, you're going to hit something. Uh, Amoongus protects for Rage Fire Sludge Bomb. Uh, I've been seeing Amoongus's drop protect for Pollen Puff. I, I've seen a lot of Pollen Puffs. Um, so, I, I feel like I bring up uh, Marcos from Moxie Boosted like every week. You do. A at least once. Here, here lately you do. He, dude, his stuff is good. I highly recommend him. I've been, I've been watching him since he had like less than a thousand subs. And it's been great to see him grow over the last couple years to where I think he's at, like, 12,000 subs now on YouTube or something. It's, like, very significant change from, you know, where I started watching him. Um, but he had a game in the online tournament that was a couple weeks back, the big, huge one. The International Challenge or something? Was there an IC the last couple weeks? There was a friendly this past Yeah, that weekend. one. Uh, he had a game that he highlighted on, on YouTube where he won because he Dynamaxed Amoongus. <laughs> Got to do that Max Flutterby stuff. <laughs> it was adorable. Let's lower your special attack and raise mine with my Maxus. Let's go. Uh, last one here is Corviknight, which um, is actually kind of decent with Trick Room setups and also is just like good in rain for the most part. Uh, have, being able to avoid its fire weakness is very decent. Yep. Uh, it's the same idea behind us playing Scizor. Yep. Like, you, you get to cut that fire weakness down and, you know, you have your steel coverage, so, like, it's fine. Um, Corviknight here, like, Roost, Bulk Up, Iron Head, Brave Bird, notably also carries a safety goggle, so it can't be put to sleep. It's immune to Will-O-Wisp? Yep. Is that how safety goggles work? Uh, your 
Don't immune to will unless with the safety goggles. You're not okay. You're no, just immune to powder moves. moves. Okay. Rage powder, spore, sleep powder. For some reason, I thought you got will o wisps too. Will o wisps isn't powder. Yeah, close enough. It's a fireball. It's close enough. <laughs> fireball at your face. So rude. Um, but yeah, so this is something similar to what we're, we've been playing with with Rain. Um, I am. I have these two shiny, and I have. I have Politoed Kingdra shiny. I have Sizer that's shiny. My Marowak, I'm not even going to worry about. Dude, that, that one. I. Just because I don't want to have to play Ultra Sun Ultra, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, trust me, I'm going. I'm, I'm considering going back to playing Auras to get my Justice Trio instead of playing Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. To be fair, that sounds way more enjoyable. It, it will be. <laughs> if you need them, I have a second set. I probably do need them, and I don't want to play Auras. I don't really want to play Auras either. Um, and we're on to our last team here, which didn't place in anything, but. All this of our is... Discord users will be very excited to hear that so, we decided to talk about their team. Dude, it's so weird. Our, our Discord is great, and I absolutely love all of them. But they attach to some of the weirdest things I have ever seen. And they just grow and grow and grow on it. Yep. Like, triple weather. <laughs> there was the, the uh, Brion team a couple weeks back. Yep. And now there's... This abomination that probably works somehow. Uh, so, <laughs> Runa Regis, uh, for those that may not know, has very high base attack, very high base defense, terrible special attack, decent special defense, miserable speed, and decent HP for um, what it is. Ground Ghost, Weakness Policy, Wandering Spirit. I have no idea what Wandering Spirit does. So, Wandering Spirit is kind of like Mummy. You know what Mummy does. On Copper Greaves. No. Okay, so if you hit... <laughs> you're you, speaking Spanish to me right now, man. If you hit Copper Grigus, uh -huh. your ability becomes Mummy. Okay. If you hit Runerigus, your ability becomes Wandering Spirit. But Runerigus steals yours. I see where this is going, and this is hilarious. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, Earthquake, Shadow Claw, Body Press, Trigger. This is adorable, and I love everything we're doing. So, Azuril is our mom that we're using to trigger this weakness policy. Focus Sash, huge power. Aqua Jet Surf, helping hand light speed. I don't know why we're running Surf and Aqua Jet. I guess we just need another move. Uh, it gets around Psychic Train. Ah. So you can... Still like, proc your policy. Yeah, you can do your Colossal things in, in Psychic Train. Um, notably, huge power on Azuril... Does not mean a lot, because it has a miserable attack. But you but don't need it to, when you because you're giving it to Runerigus. When you give Runerigus huge power, that attack stat doubles for Runerigus. <laughs> and then you're also procking your policy. This is adorable. You're essentially, like, you're essentially, aren't you, uh... You're going plus six. Plus six, right? Just, like, immediately? Yeah. Uh, and, one of, and part of it can't be taken away? <laughs> Um, this is adorable. The rest of this team is Indeedy Female with Eject Button, Psychic Surge for Expanding Force Shenanigans, Helping Hand, Follow Me, and Heal Pulse to act as like a uh, Pollen Puff style thing for your Runerigus. Uh, G-Max Colossal, because why the heck not? We already have Aqua Jet 
and surf on a very weak Pokemon that's not going to do a lot of damage to begin with, let's get benefit from it. But because our weakness policy is gone, we are playing with Absorb Bulb. You know, I can't say I know what Absorb Bulb does. Uh, I believe it is when you're hit by a water type attack, your special attack goes up by one stage. Sure, man. I believe that is what it does. Um, someone double check me on that. Leave a comment. Uh, <laughs> Heat Wave Meteor Beam, because we don't have to play Ancient Power anymore. Oh my god, this game is adorable. Soul I, Beam okay. and Protect. This is Absorb Bulb. I really want to be have the Power Herb. So we can just, like, Meteor Beam or Solar Beam outside of Dynamaxing. I mean, that's cute and all, but I'd rather have the buff, because your special attack still isn't that high on Colossal, even if you max it out. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I'm looking up <laughs> Absorb Bulb real quick. <laughs> I need to know what this does. I believe it's plus one special attack when hit by water. Is either plus one special attack or plus one special defense? It's special attack. Okay. What's the one in special defense? It's uh, Luminous Seed? It's not Seed. Maybe it's, it's Luminous bulb. something. Nope, not Bulb. Moss. Moss, that's what it is. Luminous Moss. That's the other water one, right? Didn't know that was an... Uh, didn't know either of these items existed until today. <laughs> well, now you do. Uh, Togekiss is our second follow me user. Uh, Scope Blend, Super Luck, Kurt Kiss all the way here. Yawn, follow me, Dazzling Gleam, Air Slash. Uh, all bulk, all the time. Bold, max HP, looks like 160 defense and 96 special defense. Stole pretty much right from the... Right for Picolytics, it looks like. Yeah, that's real bulky. Uh, and this last one, uh, Slowbro slow Galar, or G-Bro, as everyone's... G-Bro. Everyone's calling him. Uh, Life Orb, Quick Draw, uh, which we found out Quick Draw is a 33% chance. That's now. Or something like that. It's like 30%. It's, a, it's higher than Quick Claw. So Quick Claw plus Quick Draw is like 44%. Okay, that's what I saw. Um, that's still not bad odds. That's like, not bad odds I mean, it's basically a, a coin flip. It's better than what it was. But we assumed it was 20 and 20. Yeah. Uh, expanding Forest, Shell Side Arm, Trick Room, Number 2, and Protect. I still want this to be a Regenerator. Yeah, I have a Regenerator, Shiny. Where did... Tommy. Sure, man. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a regenerator shiny. That's it's, sweet. It's really cool. Uh, Wait, that is that is my only slow bro. <laughs> I evolved I, that one. I still have not evolved one. I evolved Dude, that one. Specifically. I think that shiny is hideous. I don't like it. It's like pale pink and purple. I don't like it. Instead of pink and purple, it's barely noticeable. I don't like it. <laughs> I wish. I wish it was, like, Slowpoke where it was solid yellow. I think that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, but yeah, this, this team is getting a lot of traction on the Discord. It is very, very cute. Uh, the question here, though, I have for you is staying power. Yes or no? I don't know, man. What do you think is going to happen, knowing what we know about VGC 20? Oh, not, not about this team. Are you what? I'm asking. Oh, okay. Do you okay. think this this little this this is gonna actually be like a thing? I think this is real cute. Well, we we established that. 
Um, I think the idea of having Runerigus gain huge power is adorable. And, like, my, my big problem is, is I really wish we were not playing with Azuril. But I understand why, because, like, Aqua Jetting to trigger policy and set this up, like, is really important for what we're doing. Um, I did the math. After we, after we, uh, trigger policy and get our huge power boost, we go to, like, 644 attack, which if something's living that attack, it, it, you deserve it. You win. You earned it. Um, my big problem is I don't really like body press here. I'm assuming we're Dynamaxing, and so we just want to max enough. Okay. So it's, I'm it's assuming that's double. the only fighting move it gets? Yeah. Okay. It's specifically max knuckle, so we can boost our attack even more in the face of intimidate. Also, body press bases attack damage off of our defense if we don't get to do our thing. Okay, so this is this is really cute. Um, now, now that I actually have looked at this and understand what is going on, this is cool. Uh, I know that there is a rental code somewhere in Discord. It's floating around it. somewhere. I will grab it and use it, and probably use that image instead of the one we're looking at right now. Um, but yeah, so that way people can have access to the code for the Pokepay, for the Pokemon team to play with on rental. Let's see here. What else can we talk about? What else is there? Um, Do anything fun Pokemon-wise here lately besides the Hail team? I finally... Finally, finally got my stupid shiny Oddish. Yay. <laughs> and it's only been like three months that I've worked on it on and off. I can finally say it took me going to Let's Go, completing the Pokedex to get the shiny charm, to finally get it. But you have your flower. I, I have my beautiful, beautiful flower. Just in time for it to be obsolete. Yep, it is unplayable now, but I have it. <laughs> because now we have Lilligant, which kind of does the same thing. Chlorophyll, sleep powder. Fun stuff. Also has After You. Does, does Vileplum get After You? No, it gets Pollen Puff, though. That's cool. I wonder if Lilligant got Pollen Puff. That's actually one I don't know. That's a mod I, did, I always forget exists. How did you forget it exists when you have to do a quest for it on Isle of Armor to get G-Max Urshifu? You have to go find the Lilligant and take it back to the pet's little. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what, what on God's green earth are you talking about here? But, yeah, I, see, the story of the DLC was not very good. No one said it had to be good. So I just kind of ignored it. <laughs> And I blocked it out of my bed. That was three weeks ago I played it. <laughs> so? Do you legitimately expect me to remember it? Yes. Well, you're, that's your own fault. What was I looking up? Lilligan. Lilligan. Pa uh, Pollen Puff. I thought I had uh, Showdown open, but evidently not. <sighs> we came prepared. Don't worry. Always. 100%. I don't think we get Pollen Puff. Hope we do. We do. Oh, how slow are we? I don't know. Base ninety. So see, Lilligan is worse because it's worse. It's, it's much worse under Trick Room. No, so, but now we're fast. 
Yeah, but it's bad because you're you're. I want to play Trick Room. That means you're bad. Well, have you? I put an assault vest on a vile plume before. Do you think I do this because I'm good? <laughs> you you didn't talk me out of it, so <laughs> You're not putting many months to sleep if you're putting assault vest on you. Nope. And I got people that week by it. And then the next week I brought it because uh Uxie was expecting the assault vest variant and I put him to sleep. Look who's number one. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. Rillaboom is like yeah, the looking, most he's bond right now. Looking at uh, Picolytics now, just like Rillaboom's number one. Uh, Togekiss is under it, which uh, not by much, less than 1%. They do they do go together very well. Um, <laughs> Incineroar and Cinderace bringing up the rear here. Porygon 2 and Love Lugus it. jumped up fast. Yep. Both at about twenty two percent. They're literally like point oh two apart from each other, because yeah. they just they go hand in hand. They're so good together, man. Um, uh, Amoongus is another one that I have not got that I need to. I, I just, need to work on Amoongus as well. Well, the worst part is I I need to go find my copy of Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon, whichever one I have. I can't remember because it has my rental team. It has my team from Collinsville and like. 17 still locked in it so I can't transfer it over and it has my toad on it <laughs> and it has my toad and it has my amoongus I just want them I want my original toad even though it's ugly and green <laughs> I have a nice blue one now we're going to have one here soon yeah you need to just need to evolve it yep I got my got my scyther today I'm gonna start horsey either tonight or tomorrow Hopefully get that done. Uh, and then we're going to start grinding for multiple Porygons. I'm probably going to do a Moongus in between Shiny Hunting for a marked Magnemite. Man, that just sounds rough. That's well, fun. It's I, better I, than I eggs. See, I, that's why I went back to Let's Go's, because I got tired of hatching eggs. Yeah. 1,200 eggs later, and I was just tired of it. I fall asleep every time I hatch eggs. Yep. It's just doing nothing, going in circles constantly is just boring. I'd rather go run into Magnemites everywhere. Plus, I have a chance at getting the Thunderstruck mark, which is going to look awesome on that gold Magnezone. Agreed. It, it is a cool thing that doesn't mean anything to me because I don't... I, I'm not going after it. I need to see what's the highest number of ribbons you can get on a thing now. Uh, how far back can you get ribbons? Gen three. Three. So you can get one from three. You can get one from three unless you play on emerald. Because then, then you have you, the. Then you can get more. So I believe you can get three on emerald. Is it three on emerald? Is it hall of fame? Oh. No, it's a lot more than three. Uh, it's Hall of Fame, every contest. I forgot about contests. Um, every, every rank of contest for every type. Oh, so that's five. That is there four or five? There's four. And there's, there's I know there's four ranks. Yep. There's, 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 a, no, there's five colors, four ranks, so there's 20 right there. Plus your Hall of Fame is 21. 21. So plus, that's... <laughs> plus if you want to do uh, Emerald's stuff, 
you get more there because you get uh, the battle stuff. Uh, and then you go to Gen 4. Gen 4 had contests too, right? Unfortunately. Uh, I'm assuming four ranks or five ranks and then five types, five colors. Or were they not separated that way anymore? So as of... Uh, as of... Oh, Johnstone has done this for us. Oh, cool. <laughs> Someone did the math. I gotta do it. Um, let's see. According to this... The max number of ribbons you can have on one is 87. Nice! So 21 from Gen 3 if you just play Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, And then Gen 4, Gen 5. Contests were still a thing in Gen 5 too, right? I don't think so. So According to this video, which was put out seven months ago compared to last, uh, last year... There's 145 ribbons. Maybe 87 is like the upper limit you can have? I don't know. I'm getting conflicting information. This is a deli bird that has all of them. Maybe this is just the ones that you can get in Sword and Shield? I don't think so. Because that's an Alola champion ribbon. Oh. Huh. That's the Battle Royale Master Ribbon. Yep. Battle Tree. Huh. These are contest ribbons. Hoenn Champion. <laughs> Kalos Champion. <laughs> this deli bird has been all over the place, Okay, man. so 145. 145 <laughs> is the number you can get. We're just going to go with that one. I wonder if this is actually legitimate or if someone hacked it. Probably hacked. Um, which, which is really unfortunate because I really hope it was real, but... Notably, if we get on transfer, I can take Gen 1, Gen 2, but I have to skip Gen 3, 4, 5. <laughs> and, and we can go to... I think we could, we could have gone... We can go to 6 and so start there. <laughs> if you bring in Pokemon from Gen 1, do they... Gain ribbons? I don't know. I'm intrigued. Yeah. This is interesting. Things to look at. Things to think about. Kind of rambling here at the end, though. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty much out of ideas, so I started looking at ribbons. Yes, I am. Let's see. So, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Ring that bell to get notifications for when new videos go live. Usually anywhere from, like... Two to four times a week. Well, right now it's like two. Two or three. Yep. Um, but once we get Draft League going up again here in a couple weeks, that number's going to go up. Um, so make sure you ring that bell to get notifications when new stuff goes live. If you're not watching on YouTube, make sure you go down into the show notes and get that YouTube link and go do all that same stuff as well. Um, to everyone listening, make sure you go and join our community Discord as well. Um, we're getting close to 100 members now, and it's just, like, dude, we get new people every week, and it's just absurd how much it grows, and I love it. Um, let's see, then we have, uh, Twitters, you can find us at LR Lessons, myself at CarterNoble25, and Carl at Musical underscore 33, uh, Carl and I are both Twitch affiliates, so if you want to go sub to us on Twitch, we would greatly appreciate that. You can find myself at Mr. Missouri 25 and Carl at Musical. 
Um, let's see. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Discord. I think that's it. I think I'm out of things. I think I'm out of here for this week, everybody. Be back next week. Probably talk some more Pokemon, but we'll figure that out then. Have a good one. Peace.